I've been running in circles, jumping the hurdles, getting caught in that rush of doing so much. I'm feeling kind of worn out. All this checking the boxes, trying to be flawless, has me spinning my head, catching my breath, too afraid to slow down. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. It's your boy Sully. Y'all need excuse me podcast and i was gonna put this on the video but god said no put it on the podcast so i pray that the holy spirit lays a firm hand on you and whoever this message is for i hope that it guides you and i hope it pushes you and i hope it allows you to break through anything that is challenging you currently so with that being said the harder you work the harder it is to surrender the harder you work the harder it is to surrender vince lombardi Vince Lombardi was a coach of the Green Bay Packers, and he was most recognized for his coaching style and his personality, and he might have even quoted some of his famous quotes without even knowing it, and he made such an impact in the NFL that they named the best accolade you could receive in the NFL, which is the Super Bowl trophy, after Vince Lombardi. So with that being said, the harder you work, the harder it is to surrender, and I want to paint that in the lens of faith today. Because it's easy for you to surrender your faith in God. It's easy for you to lay down. It's easy for you to fold because you haven't put it into work. And faith takes work. Faith takes day in and day out obedience. Day in, day out discipline. Day in, day out fortitude. Day in, day out fight. Faith takes a belief that says, no matter what happens, I believe that God is in control. There is a reason why Abraham's faith, his belief was counted to him as righteousness because righteousness is freedom. Righteousness is separation from sin. And there are those of you out there who are not free from your sin, free from your old ways, and you haven't separated from yourself. And what am I, what am I talking about? Look, we're going to take a look at James chapter 2, verses 14 through 25, and it goes something like this. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of them says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith. I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there is one God. Good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. You foolish person. Do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together, were working together, and his faith was made complete by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says Abraham believed God, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness, and he was called God's friend. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. In the same way, was not Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction? As the body, as the body without the spirit is dead, faith without deeds is dead. 
And there are a few people in the Bible that you could probably relate to that have also struggled with their faith. I just mentioned one, Abraham had to overcome challenges and he struggled with things that God had already promised him. King David had many examples of struggling with faith and wavering in his faith. And you see some of these things in the book of Psalms. The prophet Jonah, we all know, struggled with his calling. Jeremiah questioned his call because of his young age. Moses questioned his ability to lead his people out of Egypt. He challenged God. He questioned God if he could really do it. Peter, the initial speaker, the sparker of the way, when after he received the Holy Spirit of the Christian movement, he denied Jesus three times while Jesus was on trial to be crucified. John the Baptist struggled and questioned Jesus why he was locked in jail when he sent his disciples to go ask Jesus if he was really the Messiah. We all have times that we waver, some uncertainty, some indecisiveness when it comes to faith. But much like those people that I mentioned above, I will never surrender my faith. We all may trip. We all may question. We all may get confused at times. But those people, they kept pushing through, kept moving through and broke through and got called to the purpose in which God has set for them. And like them, I will never surrender my faith. When has ever God's promises never come through? When has anything God said historically never come to pass? God has an undefeated record, and my faith will always reside on his winning side. Like James said, even the demons believe and they shudder with fear. But through the obedience, through my submission, in the works provided by Jesus Christ, and chained with my faith daily, never surrender your eternal faith for a temporary battle. I'll say that one more time. Never surrender your eternal faith, your eternal belief for a temporary battle that you're going through right now. Work so hard in your faith daily that when challenges arise, it's not even a question that God can bring you through it. Never surrender, never give up, never stop working, never stop praying. May God bless you and put his mighty hand on your life. And I'll see you next time on another Maximize the Moment. Let's get it. Gotta keep it real simple. Keep it real simple. Bring everything around.